Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, we're going to be talking about three key players returning to practice for the New Orleans Saints. And we're also going to be talking about head coach Sean Payton refusing to answer some of the media's questions. But thank you so much for allowing the State of the Saints podcast to be a part of your morning, noon, night, whenever you're checking out this podcast. But let's go ahead and talk about the three players that return to practice. Uh, running backs, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, along with right tackle Ryan Ramchek, were seen at practice on Sunday. And that is good news for us in the Houdat Nation, as well as the Saints organization. Uh, we know that Alvin Kamara has been an offense for the New Orleans Saints since the beginning of the season. And since Mark Ingram has returned back to the Saints via trade, uh, he's he's done a really good job in the passing game and also running in between the tackles. And Ryan Ramchek, to me, is arguably the best player on the Saints team and the best right tackle in football. So when you bring all these guys back, it's going to help tremendously. Um, this is a struggling offense, who that nation. I mean, man, the Saints uh, offense leaves a lot to be desired. I have to go back way back uh, for me to remember the last time the Saints offense looked that bad, um, you know, from what I seen on Thursday night. I mean, that was awful. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people who actually went to the game and I feel so bad for those folks and not only them, but the people that had to watch that game on national television. I mean, the Saints look absolutely horrible offensively. I mean, and, and you can tell like the defense, you know, that is, is taking its toll on the defense. And I don't care what anybody says. You know, if you know that if you know that your offense isn't going to generate any points, you know that your offense isn't going to do anything formidable, it is going to mess with you psychologically. You can talk about these three and outs. You can talk about, oh, they need to go out here and, you know what I'm saying, and, and do this, that, and the third. But if you know that you have a, a quarterback that is not going to get the ball down the field, you got a running game that is going to be non-existent. The offensive line is not going to be blocking. It's going to affect you. And you're going to be like, man, you know, it, it's pointless to do that. And, and people like to like pick on a defense and talk about what the defense has been doing. Uh, but how can you go out there and, and put forth an effort when, I mean, you're, I mean, you play so many plays, man, because your offense is getting those three and outs. So I can't really too much blame the defense for really just kind of sputtering uh, as of late because I just think they don't believe in the offense. And why should they? Why should you believe in the offense? I mean, I don't. I don't believe in the offense. I don't believe anybody on that offense as of right now who I've seen that's not hurt is going to help. You know what I'm saying? It's going to help this offense. I mean, it, it is not very good. You got a bunch of role players out there that are trying to be starters. You got a quarterback that has absolutely no pulse, no charisma, no nothing. And that goes a long way, man. Look, you can say what you want about Jameis Winston, but Jameis Winston was a leader. He was a guy that, you know, he, he rallied the troops, man. And despite the fact that they weren't as talented offensively, he did what he could to make those guys formidable. I mean, he had Deontay Harris out there, you know, looking like a number one receiver. He had Marquez Calloway out there, you know what I'm saying, making plays. And he took what they had, you know, and he did the best that he could with it. I'm not saying the same thing with Trevor Simeon, man. And sometimes you need that leadership. You need that that guy that you can look at 
And I don't think that people look at Trevor Simeon on the Saints team and be like, man, this guy's going to lead us to victory. I don't think I don't think the defense can do it. I don't think the offense can do it. And I just think that it's time for a change. Now, we all know that uh, Taysom Hill has been hurt over the last couple of weeks dealing with a foot injury. And I, I'm wondering to myself, why is Sean Payton allowing him to stand on the sidelines if this guy is not well enough to play? Because you know it's going to uh, incite some questions, right? It's going to – people are going to ask some questions about why is Taysom Hill not being in his Swiss Army role? Why is he not out there on the field, you know, at least a couple of plays? And, you know, Sean Payton, uh, you know, I, I, I love Sean Payton. I got a lot of respect for Sean Payton. But Sean Payton is a coward in some ways. You know, like you can't be up there every time your team wins and you come up with these these crazy offensive plays and that, then you want to stand in front of the media for like 10 to 15 minutes and beat on your chest about how great you are as a play caller and, and the game plan that you put together, but then want to talk three to five minutes when you lose. Like, and then you don't want to answer the questions that people need to know. Like what is going through your mind to believe that standing, having Taysom Hill standing on the sidelines and, and, and having an earbud in his ear like he part of the CIA, what makes you believe that that's the right decision? And better yet, why don't you allow rookie quarterback Ian Book to dress? Now, I'm not saying that Ian Book is the answer. I'm not saying that Ian Book is going to lead the Saints to victory. But if you have an injured quarterback in Taysom Hill that's not even well enough to go out there to run the ball at all, you know, and you're using them in emergency situations, why is it that Ian Book can't dress? And you come up with this 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 ridiculous comment about, oh, you only allow so many people on the roster, on the active roster. Man, I'm not buying it. I mean, how trash does Ian Book have to be? How trash does he have to be for him not to even be be able to dress? I, I, I just don't understand that. And, you know, I, I just think that is a bunch of stubbornness when it comes to Sean Payton. Sean Payton is an extremely stubborn coach. I think that he's one of those guys that he wants to go out there and he wants to be the center of attention at times. I think that he wants to take certain guys that he believes that he can actually, you know, make something, make something out of, for example, like Kevin White. This is when I knew for a fact that Sean Payton is just completely stubborn. Okay. So the Saints decided uh, to keep Kevin White on the roster. Even though Kevin White in a game versus Jacksonville Jaguar dropped two passes, right? He just they they put him on a practice squad, and then they activated him to the the act, you know, what I'm saying to the fifty three man roster during game day. They put him out there on the field, and they put little Jordan Humphrey in street clothes. Now everybody knows that Kevin White, you know has been a disaster since he came into the league. He, he cannot get out the gate. He's been dealing with injuries throughout his entire career. And the Saints decide that they're going to use him as a project. Why are you trying to use this guy as a project right now when you can't afford to have a, a guy to be a project? You had Lil Jordan Humphreys on the sideline for four to five weeks. Then you decide to let Kevin White go and Lil Jordan Humphreys gets his first game back uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. He scores a touchdown. And then last week uh, versus the Buffalo Bills, he was the leading receiver for the New Orleans Saints. So that tells me right there that Sean Payton is going to do whatever he wants to do 
even though it's not in the best interest. Now, I don't believe that Ian Book is just that bad that he can't dress. I don't feel like Ian Book can be any worse than what I've seen out of Trevor Simeon over the last two weeks. I feel like this guy deserves an opportunity. If not, then why in the heck did you draft him? And I get it, man. I know that Sean Payton doesn't really care for young quarterbacks. He just doesn't. If you look at his track record over the, what, the 15, 16 years he's been coaching the New Orleans Saints, you see that he does not really, uh, you know, gravitate to young rookie uh, quarterbacks. We've seen him uh, get at Ryan Griffin. You know what I'm saying? Like none of these guys were able to even see the field or even try to get any type of experience. I mean, we can we know that none of those guys were going to be the starting quarterback because we had Drew, but it just seems like he was going he was willing to go out here and getting a veteran uh backup quarterback than to allow some of these young rookies to be behind Drew Brees and develop. And you know, sometimes guys may not give you everything at practice. Some guys aren't good practice guys. You know, and when they get out there on the field, they look like a completely different person. And some people aren't gamers. They're really good practice guys. I mean, we've seen this with Adrian Arrington and Brandon Coleman back in the day. Those were the guys that always seem at practice. But then when it's time to uh, go out there and, and execute, they couldn't do it. So I just think that he needs to give the, this, these young guys an opportunity. And, um, you know, I, I also believe that looking at this wide receiver room, I think you should give other guys opportunities. I haven't seen anything from the Saints wide receivers that tells me that any of these guys are worth the price of admission. I think all of these guys struggle. I think all of these guys uh, most likely <laughs> won't give you uh, at least 50 to 60 yards. So why not go out here and try to see what you have on this practice squad? Uh, the Dallas Cowboy game is going to be interesting. Because when I look at the New Orleans Saints and I see all the injuries and then I look at the Dallas Cowboys and I see all the things that they're dealing with, you know, I mean, everything tells you that oh, it should be favoring the Saints because, I mean, your coaching staff is missing from the Dallas Cowboys and all that. But, I mean, this is a bad football team right now. I'm talking to New Orleans Saints. This is a bad football team. They got a lot of issues that they need to deal with. And um, I have to say, man, I've been very disappointed at what I've seen from some of these key players, man. Some of these players that uh, you're supposed to rely on to, in order to have the Saints where they need to be. It just seems like a lot of these guys out there just kind of just going through the motions. You know, it just don't seem like they're really into it the way that I once felt that they did. And I know it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, the offense has been sputtering. And, and and also, I want people to understand how important, uh, you know, Drew Brees was to this team. I think we're starting to see that. And also, um, for all those that may have been on the fence uh, this year, it shows you how important Jameis Winston was. Because Jameis Winston made the same formidable even with this, this group, right? I mean, now you're seeing all these different injuries and you're seeing all these you know, these guys coming in and they dropping passes and they're not executing. And I mean, it just shows you how important the quarterback position actually is. It shows you how important uh, those two guys were with Drew Brees throughout the years, helping the offense be where they need to be, pointing out where the uh, blitz is coming from, you know, telling guys where to block, you know what I'm saying, audible in certain situations to have a matchup, a uh, favorite offense. 
When you don't have a guy like that on the field anymore, you're going to see issues, you know, constantly. And I just think that because Drew Brees isn't here, you know, you see a lot of guys on the offensive line struggling because, you know, they don't have that that cheat sheet back there in Drew Brees. And also, I just feel like uh, when it comes to explosive plays, you don't have that guy, you know, like Jameis Winston that's going to take that shot down the field. I mean, this is just bad football right now. And the Saints are going to have to do something about it if they're going to make a run at the playoffs. Now, I'm just a realist, folks. Okay, I'm a big Saints fan, but I'm a realist. I don't see the Saints making the playoffs. I don't. I don't see the Saints making the playoffs. It would be a shock to me if they end up if they're in that number. No pun intended. Um, I just think that they have a lot of issues that they need to deal with. Um, you see these other teams that are jockeying for position. I feel like they they have the 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 hands on deck. Uh, they got the players that they need to in order to turn a corner. I don't see that for the New Orleans Saints. I think that it's going to be interesting. I don't feel like the Saints are going to give up. I don't I don't think they're going to quit. But I do think that it's going to be tough for these guys because, you know, no matter who the quarterback is, you're not going to get elite quarterback play from any of these guys. I'm pretty sure Taysom Hill is going to be playing in a game versus the Dallas Cowboys, but Taysom Hill isn't the answer in my opinion. I mean, I think he can win some games, but I don't think that when it comes down to it, uh, Taysom Hill can make that throw to win the game. I, I just don't. I, I see the Saints kind of dealing with the same issues. And, you know, I, I, when I look at, you know, the offense, I, I just don't see the Calvary coming. I mean, Alvin Kamara can come back and you can probably run the ball in between the tackles, catch, throw the ball and catch the ball out of the backfield. But I still think that offensively this team is going to struggle. You have wide receivers that can't uh, win their one-on-one battles. Uh, you got guys that can't get open, and when they do get open, they're not catching the football. They can't catch those contested catches. I mean, basically, the Saints wide receivers, the only way they can catch the football is there's nobody around them, and, you know what I'm saying, the ball is, like, right in their hands. Like, if they have to go out there and, and you know what I'm saying, and have to battle for the ball, they're not going to come down with it. We've seen this week after week, and I, I'm very comfortable in saying that. Sometimes you got to make those tough catches. Sometimes it's not going to be that easy catch when you're wide open. Sometimes you got to go out there and you got to want the ball more than the defender does. So it's going to be tough sledding for the New Orleans Saints. I'm glad to see that those three uh, players came back to practice. Hopefully the Saints will be able to get some other guys back if they want to try to make a run at it. But it is going to be tough for the black and gold down the stretch. But I would love to hear from you. What do you think about uh, Sean Payton's? Uh, unwillingness to address the quarterback situation and what do you think about the three players returning back to practice comment down below like and share this video this has been the state of the saints podcast please subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast and previous episodes available on itunes spotify and iHeartRadio. till next time all i gotta say is who that